So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. I am Matt, and tonight, or I shouldn't say rather in this episode, because you could be listening in the morning, we are giving you a bit of a preview into what we have in store for Season 3. And by we, I do mean my usual co-host, Quint and Karen, though only one of them are here tonight, and that is Quint. Quint, thank you for joining me tonight. Hello. For this episode, man, I try to make these time neutral, but I guess it just feels like even when we record in the daylight, I should be saying night when we talk about Halloween Horror Nights. Right. It's in the name. It is. Yeah. So, all right. It's actually good that you're here because when I was left to my own devices to put these notes together, I thought of a lot of ideas that I didn't actually run by anybody yet. So you'll get to, <laughs> you'll get to hear them for the first time as well. Excellent. So... And I'd say about a month, we're going to start picking up production on Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights for our third season, meaning uh, things that are directly related to and talking about Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, of course, the the uh, past year's histories, we're going to pick up on those. We'll always do instant reactions as things come out. We'll have specials centered around Halloween Horror Nights 27. And in all that, we're just coming off something here at News as it gave me an idea to kind of... Not la- just launch the season, but get the season rolling in something in a way we haven't done before. I kind of got to explain a little bit. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about as soon as I say the name. But for anyone that <laughs> that uh, doesn't listen to other other shows, it takes a little bit of explanation. We didn't have any episodes last month, and I'm talking about the month of April mainly because that was dedicated to a show we call we do called Star Wars in Character. We were invited to do two live events at the Star Wars Celebration. A convention that was held at the Orange County Convention Center here in Orlando this past April. One of them is a show we've done before called the Star Wars Obscure Character Face-Off. It really didn't take much stretch of the imagination as I was doing this to see exactly how the Halloween Horror Nights Icon Slay-Off could work into this format. <laughs> and how we could do this online. I mean, this, our Star Wars show is done in front of a live audience. It's a live show, but really... I mean, the, all the elements are easily transferable to doing it online and featuring a face-off uh, once every week or so. And that would actually drive the beginning of the season almost all the way into the start of Halloween Horror Nights. That could take like five to seven weeks, depending on how we space it out. So that is one of the specials I kind of have planned in my head. And now I'm running by not only the listening audience, but you, Quint. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean... Who do you throw in there? You can't throw Jack or Chance in there because they'll run away with it. Well, you know what, though? That's funny you say that. You think that. But when you leave this up to a wide range of people, it's like the most passionate people about their particular character uh, or true. icon usually end up taking taking it away or, or running that with it, true. I should say. is a better way to say it. Now, I figured, uh, again, okay, I, didn't, I explained what it was, but I didn't explain how it works. So picture just any kind of tournament style, anything. 
basketball game, uh, hockey, any kind of sports play, any kind of playoffs. You're probably familiar with sports. So we're going to pit two icons against each other. Uh, Karen and Quint will give some facts about them, uh, you know, why they should win. And then we'll put it on an online poll and each uh, character will get their uh, fair chance at being voted in that particular round by anyone that visits that post on the site. And again, I mean, this is your opportunity. If you, if we pit, uh, I'm just picking two out of, you said Jack, I'll pick them right out of the air. Jack versus the Usher. You would think that's a no brainer, but you get enough Usher fans to flood that site. And I mean, that's something we've learned doing the one for Star Wars. Everything we have ever thought was going to happen in one of these has never happened. That like, is not quite true. I called V. I said we, the ones that did it. You were oh, just yeah. sitting there. The ones that did it. it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. But I did call Veers. Yeah, but I mean, almost everything, uh, not, I wouldn't even say the complete opposite happens. Just you never know what to expect. So I think this would be fun. And it wouldn't necessarily be, we'd talk about it on the shows, but they wouldn't necessarily take up, you know, room in our regular oh. schedule. And it'd be just another facet of the show to just see where it goes. I think that'd be fun. I think that's fun. And we pick, you know, we'd stick with the Star Wars uh, obscure character face-off format and pick eight because then that leaves some icons to do it. If it works well, we can throw in the icons we didn't have in the first round and give the ones that, you know, we think need a second chance to do it again someday, possibly. Yeah. So there you go. The Halloween Hard Nights icon (laughs) slay-off. That works. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, good. Good. Guess what? It's going to happen whether you liked it or not. <laughs> I already had it prepared. That's Plan. right. Yes. All this stuff done. <laughs> so, I did put Jack and Shans in there, so fuck you. <laughs> actually, I think I don't. I I have some ideas floating around. Um, actually, what I was thinking again, without making this too much about that, uh, I really just want to go with the icons, the broadest range of characters people would know from all levels of HHH fandom. It really could. I mean, honestly, if it's something that that works out well and people have a lot of fun with, you could start throwing in things like body collectors, inmates of psychoscopy, HR blood and guts. I mean, you there's really a rich palette of characters. Bill and Ted. Uh, yeah, throw, I guess you could. Yeah, <laughs> you could throw in the um, they have sex with their tails guy. Oh, the avatar. The yeah, the yeah, the avatar. <laughs> thing right. I mean, yeah, yeah. with the mouse ears yeah i was gonna say the avatar guy but it's a little more complicated than that it is yep which i'm really looking not not to actually this is we're doing a season three preview and we're gonna cover halloween hard nights 27 i'm really eager to see what happens this year now that pandora is actually open oh god yeah yeah so because they can't use the standing joke that they've used for the last 10 years as like whenever this actually opens right because it's it's actually now opened right yep so, is, so is that one of the seven signs? Yeah, <laughs> one of the, there's got to be a, a fact that or a James Cameron. There has been no sequel joke in there. I just can't find it. Oh God! So, all right. Well, that was. I really. That's funny. That's like the one of the shortest parts of my notes was that, but that slay off. So let's get moving here. Of course, I wasn't expecting to have to pitch it to you either. So, <laughs> okay. So another like special or I don't even want to a set of special sounds like too many. I would like to do more than one this year. We did a call in show last year, which was great. I certainly think we're going to do a, a another one once everything's revealed that, that, that just the timing of that works so well that everything for 26 was revealed and we just asked people what they were looking forward to most. And we were never lost for conversation in that. I right. absolutely want to do that again for 27. And I'd like to do another one. I don't know what. I, I really almost wish they would uh, 
and I was kind of counting on it last year, do a midnight release like they did in 25 so that we could have done a follow right. follow up that night. Who knows? Maybe the <clears throat> no saying that won't happen this year, but I'm going to kind of keep my eyes open for what a second opportunity for another call-in show this year might lend itself well to because I really do enjoy those call-in shows. I do too. And we got, we got a lot of really, really cool information on the call-in shows uh, last year. So I, yeah, I can't imagine not doing one this year. Right. It worked out so well. Yeah, exactly. Um, As far as uh, I said it earlier, our 27 coverage, we'll do everything we've done and we'll add to it as usual. More ideas always crop up. Of course, I can't say what, because the ideas haven't cropped up yet because we don't know what 27 is, but of course we'll talk about the uh, opening night. We'll do our instant reactions. I'll do the my usual food and drink report. Drink being the one that's bolded and underlined in my head as I say that sentence out loud. <laughs> and and um, hopefully, uh, with uh, with any with any luck, or uh, I I, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but we'll be able to do another um, repository type slash escape the room slash VR report because I'm really hoping we see one of those this year again. Yeah. Me too, and I, I, I hope, uh, I hope it gets. Well, I hope the advertising from everyone else from last year promotes it a lot more for this year, yeah. and it's it's more heavily attended this year. Yep. So that's about it for specials. Now to kind of give a preview of what we are gonna talk about when we do what the show was initially intended to do in the first place, which is talk about the. Uh, years past of Halloween Horror Nights. And oddly enough, it, it's funny. I have to remind myself this now the second year in a row. I don't think I need to remind you. You probably remember just as well that we. Uh, this is what the show was supposed to be. It was going to be a 25-run right. show. We were never going to do it again. Right. Until we found out how quickly, uh, m- how much fun it is to talk about Halloween Horror Nights all the time. Exactly. So, <laughs> so we're going to pick up where we left off. And that is where we left off in Season 2 which is takes us right into 2008 with Halloween Horror Nights 18, Reflections of Fear. This is the point where um, the format that, that we've had in the past is going to start to change a little bit, mostly because there's just too much information uh-huh. and we're not going to be able to get every year into a single episode anymore. We're going to have to start breaking them up just because you've gone, you know, these are the years you've started going multiple times. These are the years that, that we have a lot more data from this is also post 2007. So there's, there's a lot more social media and social, you know, stuff out there that we can talk about. So I think, I think it's going to have to be split up in, in a, to at least two episodes. Per oh, at least year. I think each year from now on at this point is going to be at least two episodes. Um, 18 uh, and a lot more than others, not because it's any bigger or any smaller, but because you're like, you just said, you're coming off of 17. One of my right. favorite years. Uh, this also has a very strong icon, Bloody Mary, that we actually never see again. And there's a reason for that, which we'll get into. The other reason it's such a strong, I say she's such a strong icon is because her backstory is maybe as thoroughly thought out and written out as Jack. So this could be above and beyond the 18 covering Halloween Heart Nights 18. There may be another icon focused episode coming just from her alone from bloody mary because there's that much information nice yeah so without again without going into all that and saving that for the episodes we i i pulled out houses 
I know we are going to talk about, and I'm going to tell you why, because you haven't seen these yet. Well, first of all, two words. There's another body collectors. There's another body collectors that year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is body collectors collections of the past. That's always a discussion. There's one called creatures. That is, (laughs) there's a lot of things to talk about. Some good, some bad. And if you're (laughs) listening and you know the house, you know why. If you don't know why, you're I think you're going to enjoy the explanation of this because this is a I don't even know. It's a tongue and it's one of their tongue and cheek ones, and they got a little over ambitious on some things, and to lead some to some great behind the scenes stories that have been going around the Halloween Horror Nights community forever. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you and Karen. That's that sounds like an interesting episode. Yes, <laughs> and if you know me and you knew uh, one particular. F- fear of i have of an 80s movie character this house is a nightmare for me <laughs> more on that later there's a new uh, scary tales maze in that year that's always one that's fun to talk about because i do like the twist they put on the uh fairy tale characters especially when they, they almost always fun to yeah, talk about especially when they take stabs at direct stabs at disney which i'm right yeah they're always <laughs> one of these and the one that is going to probably you and i are going to talk to death and karen will remain mostly silent for is interstellar terror this is the first big sci-fi horror maze that changed a lot of the things I look forward to in Halloween Horror Nights, because not saying that sci-fi was never tapped in the past, but this one was like, it was, it was really focused on. It's like they wanted to do it and they wanted to do it well, and they didn't license uh, another property to do it. It's all new. So this really changed my mind, not my mind. I shouldn't say my, my thought process of what to start looking forward to in future years after going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a um, a listener contact me on Twitter asking about whatever happened to the idea of us designing our own <laughs> HHN uh, event, and so I'm not sure if we'll if we'll have time in the season this year to, to pull that off. But it might be something interesting to do in the off season. Yeah, I mean, we've it still would got be. some yep. movies to do, and we've still got some of that stuff. So maybe maybe we can tease some of the off season as well, and and you know see sure. if we can get that. That's, that on the I, I I could even answer that question. I fucking forgot about that. That's, that's my question. I, I sort of did. Every once in a while, I check my notes, and and it's still in one of my one of my ongoing notes. Uh-huh. So it's like it, it dribbles up, and then I think about it and go, "Oh yeah, that's cool." I remember wanting to do that, and then uh, yeah, something else overwrites that particular memory slot in my brain, and, and I don't think about it again. But yeah, just um, yeah, there was a user on Twitter that pinged us and said, "Hey, when are you guys gonna do this?" And I'm like. Uh, that's good a good question yeah. <laughs> well then uh yeah okay yeah there you go so, there's something added not even in the, my notes yeah let's put it on the list and and if it doesn't like i said if it doesn't happen during the season we can always uh it's, it's a, it would be an easy thing to do for our off season um events yeah or episodes sorry absolutely yeah that's wow i forgot about that. i'm glad i didn't think of that when i wrote these notes because yeah <laughs> Or season three would go right into season four. Not that that's a bad thing. But anyway, that's anyway, getting ahead of myself already, which is like I said, didn't I just say like five minutes ago we were gonna do this twenty five only twenty five episodes and stop and then we found out how quickly we can just talk about Halloween Horror Nights all the time? Doing it in the episode where I'm trying to, you know, get through that. That's funny. (laughs) Nothing like a self fulfilling prophecy, almost. Right. Not at all like that, but that's the only thing that came to mind. 
So anyway, back to the to 18, just to wrap up about the uh, scare zones we're going to talk about. I, I've noted some scare zones that are going to be, you're, I think you're going to look forward to. A bunch of the houses, the mazes, the big ones had accompanying scare zones this year. Not not the only time we've seen that, but one of the first big times we saw that. There was one called Fractured Tales that was for the scary tales and Streets of Blood, which was for the body collectors. So we had stories inside and outside the houses. And then outside that, there's one in particular. I wasn't going to, I didn't want to list like every single thing because we're going to talk about that. But this one I had to add because this is the year Asylum in Wonderland was born as a scare zone. So we know what happens to that story years later at 25. This is what they pulled that name from, at least. And, And in a large way some of the story the story idea as well so that is the origins of something we spoke pretty highly of when we covered 25 oh yeah for and, sure and this will be a rare instance where Karen can actually probably pitch in more than normal other than just her questions she can probably actually start making some connections that we might miss so that's going to be a good conversation mm-hmm. i think yeah, for sure. So that moves us into the following year, which is Halloween Horror Nights 19, ripped from the silver screen. We have another icon to discuss, the Usher. His story, it was largely told in our icons episode, but we'll, of course, recap it. I don't know that we'll do an episode just on him. You never know. The more, you know, if I dig into it a little deeper, might find more, but we'll at least talk about him again. But I want to get into the mazes here because... I do want Karen to chime in on Chucky Friends till the end, because I think of the three of us, and I might not be right. She'll correct me if I'm not. I think she's the bigger of the Chucky fan uh, out of the three of us. That would make sense. So I want to, you know, as we describe and do the walk through the maze, really kind of gauge her reaction to see if this is something that, you know, would have been cool for her to see. And if she thinks that she did the, they did the property justice. I'm sure they did. But I, someone that's a bigger fan than I am. I've seen at least two or three of the Chuckies, and I saw Ride a Chucky. But you know, you put me in a Chucky beer trivia contest, and I will, I will not win. Yeah, no, Chucky. The the whole concept of Chucky just kind of went by me. Mm. I I never really enjoyed it that much, but I did like the camp about it and yes. the yeah. fact that. When I did watch it, and I did watch them, and it's not I didn't watch. Well, I watched some of them anyway, but but they took themselves exactly as seriously as they should have. <laughs> yep, which yep. is what I really really liked about those. Yes, um, but yeah, it was not. It, that's not something that's high on my radar. Exactly. So, uh, it, but it does make sense to me that it would be something that is very high on Karen's radar. Just knowing her as well as I do, her, I think that yes. Yep, her her taste in horror and her and the age difference too plays a factor. Mm. But even just like, you know, her taste in, in yeah. the fact that, that horror dolls come to life and oh, right. murder <laughs> people would just be like right up. That's her true. Alley. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Yep. So two houses that have been mentioned, I don't know how many times over the years, sometimes by name, sometimes by concept, we're finally going to talk about. And these are the Dracula and Frankenstein reimagined mazes. <laughs> Yeah, yes. that's going to be this fun. This is finally the year we talk about it. Dracula, Legacy in Blood, and Frankenstein, Creation of the Damned. So that is, I, I've always referred back to those in many instances. Never did our walkthrough until this year. We'll finally do that this year. Another one that <laughs> we know by name really well and had a pretty uh, significant role in 25 was Leave it to Cleaver. 
Right. The meat home of yes. meaty meats. Yes. That, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Yep. I don't want to say too much about this. I'm just going to quote Sam Meats himself and say, meet me at meats where the Z stands for cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Leave it at that. Um, another oh, and that one's and that one's that one's uh, a leg or a, is legendary because um, Mike Aiello yep. was was a meats right he was Sam meats in like the old yep. uh, uh, what would you call it uh, the old archived commercials and stuff they would play in the queue yeah. line yes yeah yep. and his picture was uh, over the counter of the main um, bloodied up meat yep. counter display yes yes that's yeah that'll be that'll be a lot of fun to talk about. it will be yep and that meets meets uh or uh sam sorry that meat that, i said it again sam meets uh portrait crops up just about every year and usually can oh, yeah, find it on the unmasking tours yep <laughs> so, um let's see uh another one of the big uh the the idea of of rip from the silver screen is that they had quite a few oh well, i say a few they had three movies of that were out that year that they pulled from another one was saw saw is i I enjoy but i think i've only ever seen all of them once but when i heard it was going to be a maze i knew what i felt at the time when i saw it and i do have some things to say about that maze when we get to it again without giving everything away yeah, and, and those are those will be interesting for me because I never saw the movies. Really, I was no. Okay. Uh, they came out while I was in kind of a, a media black hole. I don't know why I wasn't paying attention to movies or anything like that, but they're just like I just never saw them. So, gotcha. and I've never kind of backfilled. Yeah, they're um they're ones that you can zip like through through two or three of them in a sitting without having to sit still. You can get up and walk away, kind of like the Purge, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, you okay. get you get the premise, you get the story in the first ten minutes, and you kind of just, you know, no, I wouldn't say fading out of attention, but you know, get up and do stuff and move around and and come back yeah. and focus on it for another ten minutes, and you're still good with the. Uh, you get the idea of what's going on. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them, okay. but again, I saw all of them once. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I've I've only got like a queue of three or four hundred things to watch. Yeah, exactly. Since right. I started yeah. doing this show, right? <laughs> yeah, including three seasons of American Horror Story. Right, which I still haven't gotten into because it's, I've got two seasons of stuff that I'm almost... No, actually, I finished one of them. I finished Trailer Park Boys, so I've only got one thing left that I really need to finish before I start in the American Horror Story. Okay. So. so, well, I didn't put this in the list, but since it was, I said three movies, I'll tell you that the third one was Werewolf and the Benicio Del Toro one, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a quick conversation. Uh, I think so. <laughs> Scare Zones. Scare Zones. I did have a couple I wanted to mention as a preview because I think we're going to talk about them. Harwood Dying. Maybe not the best Scare Zone, but kind of a start in a sense of a mm, small legacy and maybe that yeah. one that may continue or not continue. Again, it's always right. I always think it's important to stop and discuss these things that make an appearance later later on because this is where they started. Yeah, I do too. I think that's, and I think, um, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to hear about it because I think it's legacy really, really did a good job. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, I guess I would say again, without getting into the conversation that the legacy was an answer to things that people don't like about this one that we'll talk about in the show. And that's part of the discussion we'll have. That'll be fair. One thing uh, that is always, this year is 
infamous for when it comes from scare zones, and I know that we'll talk about this, is that there was a seventh scare zone added at the last week of it. Shadows of the Past. Ooh. That's all I'm going to say. We'll talk more about that when we get to it. That's, yeah. Hmm. Yep. That, been really pissed. <laughs> What's that? You're really pissed? <laughs> I would have been really pissed. Oh, you been I really pissed never pissed. go the last week, right? right? Yes. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, true. So that will lead us into Halloween Horror Nights 20, 20 years of fear. And to kind of give a preview of my opinion of this, I will say this was the anniversary I was hoping uh, 25 ended up actually being. So it's like, it wasn't what I expected. 25 oh, okay. was like the celebration of all the past years plus new stuff and having Jack tie it all in. 20, I was hoping to be more celebratory than it was. And that's all I'm going to say because I realize I'm already doing the episode. So I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> we'll talk more about it when we get to the episode. <laughs> Beyond that, fear was the icon. And I do have some things to say about fear that I think are very positive. Actually, once I get past it not meeting my expectations, which this is really the first year that's ever happened. And there's probably a reason for it, given the 11-year buildup for me at that point. Um, the, uh, I'm going through my highlights and I had to actually stop myself without listing everything that happened. So I think fear has, there's a lot to talk about with him. Um, again, some good and bad. Uh, there is some thought that he kind of, the idea of fear wiped out all of the stories of the icons in the past, but I think that's kind of just been ignored at this point. Yeah. And that's this. Um, I'm, I'm interested to, to hear a lot about that particular year and the storylines and the, the interweaving and what they tried to do. Cause it, I mean, the theory of what they tried to do sounds really cool. And so it's going to be interesting to hear about the actual execution. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, stopping myself. I just was going to start defending right. fear, but I'll save that for later. Let's just get right into the houses. Um, again, there's a lot, I had to really cut down, what to talk about in this preview special and, and, and just have the highlights here. Uh, Horror Nights, The Hollowed Past, I'm a sucker for anniversary houses, and I think I always will be. I think 30, there'll be one, 35. As we keep going every five years, I'll enjoy the... They won't be my favorite, but they'll be in my top five. Havoc, Dogs of War, that's one that has started a... at least had a sequel. That might be another one. Um, Legendary Truth, Okay, Legendary Truth is a subject in and of itself that I don't even know when we're going to talk about, but we'll need to one day, and it's not going to be in our yearly specials because there's so much unraveling to do with Legendary Truth. This is like, I'll, I'll tell you this, this is the underlying theme behind all, you know how we've discussed that there's websites and there's things that like super hardcore Halloween Hard Night fans learn the stories of that the casual guys that decide to go as they're in the park never do. So we experience it not on a different level, but in a different, we have a different story than everyone has. Right. It's usually all, not always, but usually always told through a legendary truth one way or another. So that's a big thing in Interesting. lore. Yeah. Yeah. Then that might have to be an episode on its own. Yes. It will to, to, to give it, to tell it in a linear fashion as best as you can. Okay. So, but anyway, more on that later sometime. Maybe not this season. That might be a season four thing. Uh, there's a psycho scarapy house. We got to talk about that. And that's oh, that's all I have. We're in the scare zone. So, uh, big, big, big thing we need to talk about because it'll come into play in the next year is the origin of saws and steam. 
that was a scare zone before it was a maze. Yeah. Yeah, and you're rolling right. You can keep rolling because you're rolling right into the <laughs> yep, exactly. into my wheelhouse now. Fear revealed, which is another positive for the icon that year. I think twenty years of fear, HHN twenty years of fear, another um, anniversary scare zone, and then that's where I was going to end it. But then it's like this last one. I'm just going to say the name, and that's all we have to say: Zombie Graw. <laughs> we'll get to that, that later. So, that sounds like it's going to that. It, that sounds as good as Ram Fifty Five was. <laughs> right now this is really what i've been what i've been waiting to talk about a lot of things obviously i mean carnival or carnage was was the first one but past that this is the year i've been waiting for halloween Horror nights 21 this is where the show is going to change a lot because and it's it's where the show actually where the concept of this show really was birthed right that's kind of exactly my point it's like this will be the first time this will be the first year we cover that will be able to share memories instead of me telling stories to you and Karen. Karen hasn't started coming to the to the event yet, but you have. So it's going to the right. conversation is going to change drastically with this year and I think for the better. I think it's going to be a lot a lot less of just me telling a story and a lot more conversations and reminiscing, which I think is a good thing. I think it's going to be a good change. I agree. I I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um. And I just yeah. I have I have a lot of great memories of twenty one, regardless of what people think about twenty one and the icon and all that stuff, which is going to be fun to talk <laughs> about anyway. Um. Yeah. That's ex- uh, exactly my next note, which is Lady Luck. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is yeah. a that is a, it's a Pandora's box of a subject. I mean, it's the last icon of the original icon era, and it kind of went out on a whimper because. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's she's not the best liked. I'll, I'll admit it. But the the really weird thing about it, and we'll talk about this a lot in this episode, is that her sto- every every single element in this event had a story with it for Lady Luck, and I just don't think it was somehow in some way not caught on like all the other years. But well, like I said, we'll explore that a lot more when we get to that year. This is also yeah. the first year we picked up Express Pass. I mean, we've talked about it in the past, and I think we've told the story, but we'll probably <laughs> maybe tell it again. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, going Express Pass, this is this will be the first time not only are you and I talking about it together, but the first time I think, in fact, I'm sure it's where I was able to experience everything all in one night. Everything else took multiple nights. Right. And you might not think that really changes the way you look at it, but I think it really does, actually. So, oh, yeah. I- I actually, um, I think it really does, especially when they've got the events tied together so much. Like you have, uh, you have an entire concept that they're trying to do, right? They have an overall encompassing story in a lot of these years. And in order to experience that, or, or if you experience all of that in one night, I think the impact is much greater than if you, if you piecemeal it out. Right. Yeah. Um, I, at least that's, that's just my opinion. No, anyway. I, 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 mean, they, I, I do agree. I do agree. And it's, it's, again, I this is think one of the successful, one of the reasons that Halloween Horror Nights is so successful is that it's one of those things where either way that you do it, if you come back night after night and, and you do it, the, you know, the slow burn way you get all of these experiences that 
somebody like me who goes one night and, you know, sometimes one night, sometimes two nights, but, but does everything in one night, I don't get a lot of those experiences because I'm powering my way through it. Right. And yet when you're powering your way through it, you get a different experience because you see how they're tying everything together and you're part of this entire story and it becomes your story, right? Yeah. So you're walking it's, it's, in a, out of one story into the next, as opposed to meandering to the next one eventually. Right. And so I think, I, I think that the reason it's so successful is that they balance those things so well, right? It, it works both ways and you can get a great experience doing, doing it either way. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to, I've said it before in opening this. I'm really looking forward to 21. We haven't even talked about the houses yet. I just realized, or the scare zones. There are so <laughs> nope. many houses this year. Not regardless of the fact that it's it's going to change the way we uh, present the show. There's just so much to talk about. There's uh-huh. the in between in 3D, which is one of the best 3D houses to date, at least in my opinion. I don't know. Well, you and I will talk uh, about it more. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Winter's Night. Um, saws and steam, oh, yeah. which, which as I brought up earlier, forsaken HR blood and guts is <laughs> HR blood and guts. Jesus Christ. HR blood and guts is one of those ones. I'll, I'll give this away because we'll talk about why my opinion changes. I walked out not liking until the more I thought about it. And like within like a week or two later, I ended up loving it. It's a, without even really experiencing it all that much again. That's a very strange one. History for me. With it, that one. it was a strange one. I, and I think I, 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 we walked out of that one. I think we both kind of were like, eh, it was like the low point. And then I realized, especially when we started doing this show, I realized that we bring it up all the time. <laughs> I know, right? And we bring yeah. it up usually as examples of good things yes. all the time. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, that can't have been that bad of a maze, right? right? <laughs> we, so, we yeah. both walked out saying we didn't. It, we didn't hate it. it there's we absolutely we didn't hate it, but like after, I, that was after you go through like well again look at the list look at the freaking list. Sodenstein, Forsaken, uh, mm. Winter's Night, and then you throw Blood and Guts or HR Blood and Guts in there. Yeah, that's a that's a weird one to put in in any order in that year. And that might have been why our geez, why do I keep giving the show away? <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> it when we get to it. Yeah, I think I think it was also part part of the experience for me was that it was my first maze that, that they well it was my first time so it was the first maze i'd seen of theirs that was uh one of their tongue-in-cheek type of mazes mm-hmm. and i it wasn't it was something that was on my radar and we'll talk about right. that a lot more. okay yeah let's move on to the scare zones before we do all of 21 without karen here uh seven <laughs> that was an interesting one um there's the much maligned night maze i'm not gonna say it was perfect but i am going to say it doesn't deserve some of the things that's been said about it and we'll talk about that right Acid Assault. That's one I'm actually glad that we didn't get to this year until we had Karen on because even though she didn't see Acid Assault, she'll be. This will be one of the few times where Scare Zone she hasn't seen. She'll be pretty much able to put it all together because of Survivor Die last year. Yeah, yeah. So, and I had this note written out before you had come on to the show, so you can say yay or nay to this statement. Um, I think uh, that. It's safe to say you're going to make a case for the show Death Drum, something that a lot of people universally hate about this year. That's possible. Okay, we'll see. I wasn't sure. That's why I wrote it without knowing for sure. But okay, all right, we'll see. Um, I, I, I likely will make a case for it, but um, I can understand why people would be. Yeah, I can see both ways, but we'll talk about it when it comes up. Okay, gotcha. All right, well, that leads us into 22, and that will probably be the last year we do, because like 
Quint had actually said in the beginning, and I was in actually writing these notes with this in mind, these are at least two episodes apiece, and this will be the sixth year we cover in season three, which will be 12 episodes, which is actually just about the amount we've done each year when we've done to our years. So even though it's less years with double the episodes, we're probably going to reach 22 until we are fully into 27 and then done with another season. But let's talk about 22. So 22... 22, I would really like to see us get to this year because, like I just said for 21, we close out the Icon era and go into, which is basically the uh, licensed IP era. We get a lot more licensed IPs, and it just keeps kind of building after that. Not as much as Hollywood the year we went, where everything was licensed, but this right. is where we start getting a lot more. Uh, for instance, Alice Cooper, Welcome to My, to my Nightmare. That, that yeah. was that year. Uh, Penn and Teller nuked Las Vegas. Now, that's not necessarily a licensing of them, but they were involved, and they actually they were right. involved more in designing it, but they had their name onto it. Uh, the Walking Dead, Dead Inside. Uh, this is the start of everyone's favorite modern Halloween Horror Night staple, The Walking Dead. Now, <laughs> I'm going to say I have been possibly one of the biggest Walking Dead defenders up until last year. And what's going to be fun about this, talking about this is, I hadn't started watching Walking Dead yet. So I had went through this house having no idea what was going on. Right. So, uh, and then last but not least, and it's not the last on the list, but last that I mentioned, Universal's House of Horrors, classic Universal monster movie films. There's, how am I not going to, how is this not going to be a long conversation? Uh, right. And, and also along with that, this is one of the only times I think that I was actually genuinely, uh, feeling like I was in danger. I've been startled. I've been scared, but I've never felt like something is actually going to happen to me except in this house. And I'll tell you more about that when we get to it. And this one was, um, God, uh, what was the game? Um, it was a video game. Havoc, right? Um, silent Hill, silent Hill. Yep. Thank you. That was what was the, yeah. This was the the video game year. I just yeah. remember that from when we went through some other stuff that there was actually a video game based maze, which was kind of cool. That's another one. I don't. I mean, I don't know video games that much at all. It'd have to be. Uh, what's the it's one? Silent with Hill the, was one of the creepier video games I've ever played. Well, I could see why with the uh, what was going on in that house. What's the heck? What's the one with uh, Mila Jovovich? What her name is. Um, Oh, Resident yeah, Evil. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. That I might recognize, yeah. but I did not know Silent Hill. So that'll be, you'll have to fill in a lot of gaps for me on that one. Right. Um, scare zones. No scare zones in 22. It was street experiences, but yeah. sort of, kind of, but not really. I mean, we'll talk more about that when we get to it. Yep. Uh, and that is it for 22. And that will likely be our history coverage for, for uh, season three. Uh, of course, that's by no means season three at all. As we discussed, we already went through some of the specials. And of course, I can't, I don't know why I keep emphasizing the 27 coverage. Y'all know that you've been listening to the <laughs> two years before this. So um, <laughs> yep. let's see. Uh, the only other thing I really wanted to mention that I want to make a better effort at this year than we have in the past two years is some kind of meetup. We always talk about doing a meetup. And we just don't really seem to get it together 
I guess we don't ever really focus on it early enough. And and I say us, it's mainly yeah. me. I'm the one that lives here. It, it, it's a lot up to me to get it done. And I've just not given it a strong shot. I'm really going to try to do a better shot at getting some kind of meetup together this year. Yeah. And, and, and I think uh, part of that is going to be uh, me as well, getting my tickets in, in place and all that stuff as soon as we can do that. With that, I'll say that one big way to help uh, kind of organize that and follow uh, where that's going is our social media pages. We uh, have them for neozaz.com. That's the home of Halloween Horror Nights and this podcast and all the other podcasts we do. So a lot of the communication will come through. A lot of the immediate conversation, instead of waiting week for week for episodes, will come through our social media pages, particularly Facebook at Neozaz Podcast, and even more so because all three of the hosts are on this platform is Neozaz on Twitter. So uh, yeah, all three of us watch that account. So that would probably be the about the best place to pay attention to or to follow the details when that starts coming together. Uh, we also have news as on Instagram. That's where a lot of the pictures of what we'll be talking about during the 27 coverage will come from. And that is when I do my weeks leading up to Halloween Horror Nights walk through the park and put all the pictures there uh, of the scare zone. So I should, I should say that warningly, I guess, if you don't want to see any of it beforehand, that might be a spoiler. So I'll put that out there as well. So that is it without getting down too many rat holes. Not like we really could avoid it when there was more than one of us on here. We did a couple of them, but I don't think we gave too much away. That is what we'll be covering in season three of Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, and it should be it should be fun. There's so much. I mean, we're we're going to be in the in several years of of great things to talk about and things to talk about that lead up to great things as well. So I'm really excited to be for for this season. So, all right, I guess that is where we're going to wrap up. So I'll say thank you for listening. Uh, like I said, um, the, the I think what's really going to kind of kick off the season and go throughout the first half of the season is that slayoff. So look for details on that on the social media pages I just mentioned. Again, real quick, it's News As Podcast on Facebook and News As on Twitter and Instagram. So follow us there on those pages for more of, well, the entire season. Not just the slayoff, but everything we're going to do. And of course... Go to neozaz.com for all the latest episodes and all the shows that we do there as well. And if you're not already subscribed, we have a channel on iTunes you can subscribe subscribe on. Or if you just need the RSS feed for your podcast app of choice, we have that link on our Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights page on neozaz.com as well. So I think that's all the plugs. I don't know. It's been a few months since we've done that, but I think I got them all. <laughs> that sound about right? right? That sounded about right to me. Okay, all right. So I'll say one more time, thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. 